everyone and welcome back to our podcast. Hi everyone, we hope you're all doing well. Today is going to be a little bit of a rambly episode. I actually really like these types of episodes where we talk all about, you know, like human tendencies and why human beings do what they do and think how they think. So today we're basically going to be talking about the difference between wanting to know everything versus being open enough to continue learning and admitting when we're wrong. And the reason why we thought that this topic was very relevant firstly is because we always talk about these types of things that we'll talk about in this episode with our parents and the difference between what you're learning versus like absorbing information and continuing to learn more and being humble about what you know. Also in the real world nowadays, people like to be woke or politically active, whether we're talking about being involved in global issues or even just knowing things in general, like doesn't have to be news stories or anything like that. But people focus too much on knowing rather than learning. That was a really good summary of why we want to film this episode. But before we start, let's do an icebreaker question. So I picked one that's pretty relevant to our topic today. So it's, what is a subject you're really interested in, but have not necessarily been able to pursue yet in high school, middle school? That's a great question. I would say, I would say a little more on the religion side of things. So I'm really interested in learning about religion. I explored it a little bit through my extended essay and my theory of knowledge assignments in IB. So I'm interested in learning more about religion and culture. And I know those kind of tie into politics, but it doesn't have as much of a nuanced focus as if I took a religion class or a theology class. So I'm interested in doing that. So that's one. And another one that I'm interested in is it's, it's like science, like the ethics of science. So like how to use your data, be designer babies, like those types of controversial topics and like the ethics behind that, like computer privacy, hacking and all that stuff. That's very interesting. Like I just wanted to ask, so like you tackled religion, but you tackle like, you know, the conflict and like the problems with religious differences. But so you want to learn about the actual, like maybe nitty gritty, like history of you know, how these religions came to be and things like that? Honestly, anything about religion sounds fascinating. So just like what they stand for, where they come from. But since most of my interest is on global politics and geopolitics, it's more interesting to me how they interact, especially in our home country in India, how they interact and the conflicts and everything regarding that. For sure. And I think ethics is also interesting because the context you mentioned it in is very important. And also like, how me and you are more interested in politics and economics, like ethics and public policy is a big deal as well. I think for me, I would say it's psychology because so I've been doing this course recently called the psychology of well-being. And I've also been listening to a podcast that's run by that's the professor who runs that course. Um, and the podcast is called the happiness lab, the podcast I was listening to and the course I'm doing are both run by a professor uh, known as Dr. Laurie Santos. And I find it very interesting, like the daily applications of psychology, especially in the context of well-being and happiness, and kind of also the sciencey part behind it, like why our brains work the way they do, and all the biases we have. I find that very interesting. That's really cool. And I think it's really nice that even if you weren't able to pursue it in high school, now that you're 
finished with high school, you're taking the time to do a course and listen to a podcast on these subjects that you are seemingly becoming more interested in. Exactly. And that is basically what this episode is about because learning never stops. Um, But it can get difficult to learn when you start to focus on the knowing aspect and when you start to feel uncomfortable almost if you don't know something. Like, I know a lot of people, you know, if they did a, like in our IB curriculum, we do a 4,000 word extended essay. It can feel almost natural that after you've written the 4,000 word essay that you're like, I'm an expert on this topic. But there's still a lot of, like, even after finishing a PhD, people don't know everything. And if you start acting like you know everything, I feel like that can come with its own consequences. I guess the first thing we're going to talk about in this episode is why do human beings like to know things? Like, why do they love being right in particular? And why do they not necessarily like criticism or being corrected? So one term we'll use here is the backfire effect. And that is one of the reasons why human beings love being right and react sometimes so strongly to being wrong. And basically, we got this information from psychology today. And People's certainty about their beliefs can be broken down into two components, clarity and correctedness. So clarity refers to whether people are sure about what they believe in. And so, for example, each of us have beliefs that we hold deeply and others which we are not as firmly attached to. So if you're questioned about one of your beliefs and you realize you actually don't really know your thought process behind it, maybe you don't have as much clarity. And then correctedness focuses on whether we think our belief is correct or accurate in some broader cultural or moral context. I really like how the Psychology Today article distinguished those because I think the people who have clarity are more open to being corrected. The people who fall under the correctedness category, they may fall more prone to the backfire effect because they really, really believe that their opinion and belief is correct. And I think that is where the difference comes in. People are either going to be open about having their beliefs challenged or they really believe that they are right all along and they know everything there is to know. Yeah, and backfire effect is a type of cognitive bias and cognitive has to do with knowing and perception and judgment. So it's a cognitive bias, which means that if you're encountered with something that challenges your beliefs, you often react to it as you would react to even a physical threat. It kind of targets that same part of the brain. And it's not always the case, but it does fall into relevance a lot of the time. That is a tendency that some human beings may have, which is to get kind of aggressive when they're corrected. Another similar thing is that people do not like to be vulnerable. I think, you know, I've heard a lot of podcasts by Brené Brown that talks about why vulnerability is so good, but it's so hard for people to be vulnerable. Like, um, it's hard for people to admit, oh, I didn't act- I don't actually know this. It can even be hard for people to admit something as simple as, oh, no, I didn't actually read this book or watch this movie that you're raving about, you know? So I was looking at Ali Abdal's blog. He's a medical student in Cambridge, and he also has a YouTube channel. Highly recommend him. We talk about him a lot on our episodes. But he talked about how sometimes in conversations, people may be trying to increase their social capital by quote-unquote scoring points against the other person. So when someone asks you if you've heard of something or know something, you may feel the pressure to keep one-upping them by saying, yeah, I know that, or I've heard of that. You know, like, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it might be hard for people to admit, like, no, I don't know that. 
I have seen that happen, but I think that it really depends on the type of conversation you're having. So we're not going to specify what context you're in, but a lot of times when you're having just a general conversation with someone, there's that aspect of you guys talk about something that maybe both of you don't really know well or one person knows better than the other. And sometimes it's a feeling of exclusion, like you might feel left out of a conversation because you don't know enough about a topic that's being talked about. I would say this can be something good to motivate you to learn. I know that my sister and I are in a group chat where sometimes we talk about global events in the world and we have often said like us or our friends, we have said, oh, I'm actually learning more about that right now or I haven't learned much about it yet. We have that safe space of giving our opinion, but also admitting when we don't know it yet for sure I think that I think we'll talk more about that later but that's where the vulnerability argument comes in that I was talking about before that if you don't know something I've learned is that if I don't know the full details of a complex issue I'd rather just say I'll get back to you on that I'm researching especially if a friend wants to know my opinion or they are talking about it I don't want to immediately enter the conversation and agree or disagree without learning. Now that we've talked about why people feel the need to be right and don't like being wrong and how they can react to being corrected, we're now going to talk about some of the consequences. So what do you think are some of the consequences of people constantly wanting to be right? Which, by the way, it it is a pretty psychological and innate instinct, like backfire effect. The cognitive biases, they really just exist in your brain almost. Like they're almost kind of existing in some capacity in every human being. Agreed. And I know a lot of times with our information on backfire effect, we're talking about it as being right versus wrong. But just remember that our episode is actually about knowing versus learning. So just because you're always reliant on knowing doesn't mean you always believe that you're right. Like somebody who's always, somebody who believes that they're always right, that's like a whole different, it could also be a whole different podcast episode on its own. We are here talking about somebody who only relies on what they know and doesn't really try to expand their horizon or their foundation. But anyways, that being said, what are the consequences? So the feeling of constantly wanting to be right or constantly just resorting to what you know, your past knowledge, can trigger polarization, partisanship, and intolerance to progressive new ideas and other people. So for example, if someone truly believes that climate change is a hoax and you don't, there becomes this awkward tension, especially if neither side is willing to learn and listen. So Priyasha has a little anecdote on this. Yeah, I'll share. But before I say that, I wanted to hit on what you were just saying before, which is, yeah, we're focusing on the knowing aspect. But I think the being right aspect ties in with that, because if you feel that you know something, you feel that you're right, if that makes sense. So I'll give an anecdote and you can like break it down related to this episode. But basically, I was talking to someone the other day and I don't really know her that well, but we just we were just working together in a team. And she said, like in part of our conversation, it just came up. And she just said, like, climate change is a hoax anyway, or something like that. And she kind of just, like, moved on from the conversation. And one part of me wanted to stop and be like, oh, like, why do you think that? But another part of me was like, I don't really know her. And so I just, like, moved on. Like, I never went back on it. So what do you think about that? Like, do you think sometimes it's better to not question someone? Or do you think people like that should be willing to learn and listen to other people? Yeah, so that's a very interesting anecdote. So you being the listener, it's good that you didn't like react, right? So obviously, you do not think that climate change is a hoax. We do not believe that. But it's good that you didn't like react in a retaliative manner. 
like you didn't actually say anything in that context at all. So at least it wasn't like a negative reaction towards that person, right? Because that's not what you believe in. But on that person's terms, I think it's not really good to give such an assumptive statement, like assuming that the person they're talking to also feels that way. You have to be very careful when you are talking about these issues that are very divisive to an extent and not just assume the person you're talking to will feel that way. How would you say that anecdote relates to the knowing versus learning component? I think it is fair to say that that person has a very strong belief in what they know. And, you know, obviously that conversation, they weren't there to learn. But I I really do think that when you encounter a situation like that, I mean, maybe if you want to have it in a conversation, you could be civil about it. But I think in general, it's very important to check your learning about these very major controversial topics to just make sure that what you know is what you believe in you have clarity on it and everything i think issues like this like conspiracy theories like the moon landing and things like that i think they'll always be divisive issues like you know even though for people like me and you we truly believe that climate change is an existential crisis we know it's a threat to society and the and the environment, we also have learned that, you know, through our science classes, our environment classes, and, you know, just through a lot of scientific research. So in that case, we both know and are also still learning every day about the effects of it. But I think there'll always be people that will either not focus on the new information or will focus on information that complies with their confirmation biases. That's true. And kind of basing it off of our example, we have grown up watching environmental documentaries. We took environmental science in IB. I feel like at this point, what I know has clarity and correctness in my mind. But at the same time, I'm willing to learn more. So I actually just was talking about this with my sister the other day, now that we have finished school. I was like, oh, I want to enroll in a course about climate change because, you know, I have learned about it, but there's so much more to learn. And I know that there's so much more to learn. So I know what I know, but I also know there's a lot to learn. Okay, so the next discussion point that I want to bring up is how does this whole knowing versus learning component play out in social media? Like, how do you think it can manifest itself on that platform? I think social media can become quite a dangerous echo chamber and an echo chamber is when you're surrounded by information that reaffirms your beliefs and doesn't challenge it. It's basically everything you know. And so people will see a post that aligns with their beliefs or what they know and just repost that. And so you're not being, you're not being exposed to information out of your you know, general knowledge circle. So that can be dangerous because you're not being tolerant to the other perspective. Yeah, and an example to illustrate that could be right now with the COVID vaccine, you know, whoever's an anti-vaxxer, they may find themselves in an echo chamber of posts where people are talking about the dangerous side effects of the vaccine or the people who you know, got blood clots or whatever, and they they may not ever even emerge to seeing the other side where it's like, no, that was a very small percent of people who got the blood clots or these vaccines are actually having a very high efficacy rate and things like that. So I think when we talk about learning, it does not just mean absorbing new information. It means absorbing new information that directly challenges your point of view and what you were seeing all along. I think social media is a 
good representation of the conflict between knowing versus learning because many people post things on there and they're very adamant on their beliefs and you know they're they're not necessarily willing to learn and they're always commenting like hateful things and you know a lot of bipartisan a lot of partisanship also comes up on social media I also wanted to add that we just talked about how social media can be dangerous if you're reaffirming what you know. If you know something, you're likely to find it on social media. That's kind of just like where your filter bubble or the echo chamber you find yourself in. But social media is not the best platform to learn because it's so fast-paced. You will find that you're not fully researching, you're posting very quickly, not taking the time to process and listen. Maybe even you end up attacking others that are posting differently from you. Not every issue is black and white, so really taking the time to learn. And another small example I'll give is right now... um, Right now, the escalation of conflict in Israel and Palestine, people are reposting about the acts of violence and, you know, condemning. But it's created a very kind of scary or intimidating atmosphere for people who maybe don't know much about this issue and they're trying to learn because sometimes social media really blocks out information or people end up attacking others and not listening. And there's also a lot of room for misinformation and social media is not a reliable news source. So my point here was it's not the best source for learning. I agree with that. And I think we also talked about that in our activism episode. The last point I'll make about social media is that it's very important to research what you're posting first. And I think I already talked about this in another episode, but I'm trying my best to do that more often because if if somebody posts without researching, it can really come across as they're trying to quote unquote know the situation when they only know the surface level. For example, the whole situation in Israel and Palestine, between Israel and Palestine right now, many people are just reposting about the current problem, but I think they need to be aware of the history, learn the history and the complexities behind that. So I think, you know, social media creates this facade that everybody knows everything when they may only know the surface level things. So now we move on to the second part of our episode where we'll talk around the lines of how you can get better at learning and also becoming more open and tolerant with others when confronted about what you know. For sure. I think that's where learning comes in. You know, learning, a big part of learning is like your education, obviously, and doing your own research, keeping up to date with the news. But I think it's also, you know, what we were saying, being willing to hear the other side that directly opposes yours. I highly recommend the Middle Ground series by the Jubilee YouTube channel because they always bring people from different sides of a certain spectrum or people with opposing views about a certain topic, whether it be anti-vaxxers versus pro-vaxxers or pro-life versus pro-choice Christians, etc. And I think one thing I really like about that is obviously it's a kind of not a scripted, but they are on camera, so they obviously can't like fight with each other. But I just liked how everybody's very willing to listen to each other. They like smile at each other when they talk and they're willing to ask each other questions and learn. So I think, um, you know, everyone has their own perspective. A lot of the things I learned from that series is that some somebody is a doctor who's talking about vaccines and somebody else is a stay-at-home mom to three kids you know I think everybody has a different frame of reference and regardless I think learning should be a big priority in that aspect exactly the middle ground series on jubilee is very interesting i watched the one about ivy league college students versus community college students and how they were kind of hashing out their different perspectives on education and recognition and everything which is very interesting and also opens your mind to different perspectives 
And one strategy I see them use quite a lot, or even we have heard Ali Abdal talk about it and other experts, is verbal hedging. So a verbal hedge is a word or phrase that makes a statement less forceful or less assertive. So verbal hedging can be as simple as adding maybe, almost, or somewhat in your sentence or when you're talking to somebody. And it can be useful in making a strong opinion come out in a more polite and professional manner. So for example, you could say, I would argue that to some extent, instead of saying straight away, I, I argue that blah, blah, blah. So when you say to some extent, it leaves you with some room to grow and improve your understanding in case you're maybe wrong, maybe, or don't have clarity on it if you're talking to somebody else. Yeah, that was a very interesting phrase and concept. I guess one thing that I wanted to ask about that I've kind of been struggling or thinking about recently is, is it bad to be neutral or is it worse to be too opinionated or too focused on what you know? Honestly, actually, it really depends. Um, sometimes if you're being neutral about it, people will attack you because they, they might think that there's no such thing as being neutral in an issue this serious, this controversial, or, or this you know ethically immoral. But when you're being neutral, maybe we can say you're being analytical. You're trying to understand both sides. When you're being super assertive about something, like there can be room for error. So don't have like an extreme opinionated mindset where you're blaming others. So just try to strike a balance, I think. What would you say? I agree with that too. Like the other day we were having a dinner conversation with some of our friends about a certain topic um, about our home country. And I think what was important for me at the time was, you know, like, to look at different angles, like look at the look at the different stakeholders when we're talking about an issue, like look at the government versus look at the economics aspect, look at the political aspect, look at the ethical aspects. I think, yeah, that's not necessarily be neutral. That's looking at everything from a different perspective. And that's where the learning concept can be the most effective because you're learning about all the different perspectives and all the different ethical, political, economic lenses. And I've realized that that's what makes an argument the most believable and the most coherent for me. Like when there, there are many times where I see an important controversial issue happening, whether it be a geopolitical crisis or a national crisis, and I read about it and then I sit there being like, so what do I think? Because <laughs> like sometimes I don't know what I think. So I think in that time, I look through different perspectives and lenses and, you know, economic analysis, etc. And that's what helps me. That's what helps me, I guess, talk to people in a way that's not opinionated, if that makes sense. Like I'm not necessarily hedging. I do hedge quite often, but it's more about just being analytical and objective. So if you looked at it from like a process perspective it could be like you first learn something then you process it and then eventually you know it but I always want to be careful when I say something like you know something or you know every time you know something just be like just be aware that we are all prone to making mistakes you know there are new things that we're learning every day I'm saying the word things all the time because it's very general but yeah for sure, I completely agree. I think in general, it's just important to expand your realm of awareness and accept that there's always more to be learned. There's always other perspectives in a situation. And, you know, as much as there are so many factors that play into why people 
believe in what they know, you know, religion, culture, personal experience. But I think if you take more time to analyze, you know, those could be challenged. I guess one thing I want to talk about before we end is is from Brené Brown's Daring to Lead podcast. She talked a lot about being a knower and being right versus being a learner and getting it right. And that statement is so powerful. Like not knowing may be perceived as a weakness, but I think you should ask questions and be a learner and strive to get something right instead of being right, if that makes sense. Because I think the vulnerable component comes again, like it's braver to ask questions and learn things than try to hide your weakness because it can have long-term consequences. Just to add on to that also, you also need to have a sense of grounded confidence. So be vulnerable enough to be curious and learn new things and be willing to apply that knowledge. Like I know in this podcast, we've kind of said that knowing only knowing is bad and then learning is good, but you have to strike a balance because when you are learning something, if you are really doing it genuinely, you will eventually gain more clarity and actually know important issues in the world or anything pop culture, whatever you're trying to learn. So for some takeaways and recipe for success segment, we want to say that you have the choice between being competitive or cooperative. It's important to be cooperative with someone, not competitive, like I know more than you, you know? For sure. I think the cooperative aspect is where the learning other sides comes in and you become more open-minded and tolerant and you just, you know, you become more open to learning because even Nobel Prize winners don't know everything there is to know in the world about something. So I think as much as human beings may not like being wrong and they may not like being corrected, I think it's very important to listen to other people and absorb new opinions. Like you can agree to disagree at the end of the day, I guess. But I think if you are willing to challenge yourself, that shows a lot more about you. Well said. And in this episode, we talked quite a lot about important content to really help you understand what it's like to be a knower versus a learner and where it can manifest itself in the world. And so it's important to understand that, you know, learn, but also build your knowledge. And I would like to just end by saying that at least this is what I've seen. The more you learn, the more there is to learn. So when you learn about one issue, you're like, wow, there's actually so much more I can learn. You can keep expanding your knowledge expanding the breadth and depth and you will also become more equipped with the tools and the knowledge as well at the end of the day very well said we hope you guys learned something from that episode and if you guys didn't notice we were probably trying to hedge quite often because like we had a vision for this episode talking about how knowing can be a bit dangerous sometimes if you are too attached to your beliefs but you know we don't want to come across as like negative or politically incorrect but we hope you guys kind of understood what we were trying to say um and yeah stay tuned for our next episodes thank you for tuning in bye